Hello everyone and welcome back to Shades Builds Podcast. Um, it has been a while, I do apologise. I have been doing other new hobbies as well as a podcasting. Um, I'll be concentrating on that more, but I will be talking more about that at the end of the podcast. Now this week's podcast episode is on the FA Women's Football League, which is in England. Uh, and yes, it's football, not soccer. Um, uh, if you probably are aware of or seeing any of my other podcast episodes, I've already done two episodes on women's football about the Women's World Cup and women's football inequality. So if you don't want to check them out, they are in the bio or wherever on my podcast you can get through the episodes, I believe. Now, let's dive straight into this as I have a lot of writing and a script we need to get through. So let's go. Now, uh, the FA Cup was founded in the 22nd of March in 2010, so it's still young. It's only 11 years old. Uh, This year has been sponsored by Barclay um, and there are 16 clubs. Uh, It applies, so usually it happens, there's eight places in the inaugural season of the league, which was Arsenal, Burnett, Birmingham City, Bristol Academy, Chelsea, Colchester United. I probably pronounced that really bad. I'm not English, so I do apologise. Concaster, Rovers, Bells, Everton, Leeds, Carnage and Leicester City, along with Lincoln Ladies, Liverpool, Millwall, Linuses, Newcastle United, Nottingham Forest and Sunderland, Leeds Carnage, sorry, later withdrew their application, but in 2017 and in 2018, the season FA announced that the league would become a fully professional league for the first time, with 11 teams in the 2018-2019 season. Now, the league uh, was extended to 12 teams for the 2019-2020 to 20, 20 season, with Univell renegated, <laughs> oh God, renegated after going into ad- in administration, uh, have been replaced by Manchester United and Tottenham Hotspur, who gained promotion from the championship. Uh, so, in 2020... And already this year in 2021, you already know we've been in COVID. And um, extremely more harder this year, I think, for football as it was on halt a lot of the time. But uh, this season, the team's main league was following Arsenal, Aston Villa, Birmingham City, Brighton and Hove, Albanon, Bristol City, Chelsea, Everton and Manchester City, Manchester United, Reading, Tottenham Spurs, West Ham United. Um, obviously, Arsenal and Chelsea women have been both the highest teams winning the cup following Liverpool. Uh, the British Bank Barclays, from the start of the 2019-2020 season, they have been doing the three-year sponsorship deal, which was reported to be excessive of £10 million, with a prize pot of 550 No, I said that wrong. £500,000. Why was I saying that way? Um, for the league championship for the first time ever, which is incredibly big for women's sports. Uh, the FA described the deal as the biggest ever investment in the UK for women's sport by a brand, which is amazing. Uh, but the sponsorship comes with the broadcasting of the matches. Majority of the matches are on the FA player, uh, the BBC Red Button or the BBC Sport. 
the only way I can see the match is true is the FA player right now as it's free which you do have to sign in and there's a bit of complications with signing in for me I think um, majority of the time if I haven't been on the app for during the week and I'm only on the app on the weekends when the matches are on I have to re-sign in again and you know if you have so many passwords to remember it's kind of difficult to remember um, I, I wish they did kind of have an auto save so you can just stay in it like Facebook and Twitter and all of them have I particularly think anyway um, so yeah the BBC red button uh, it, also MBT sports now I don't have those either um, BBC red button can be a bit off as well it, some of the matches might not even be on uh, which is pain in the hole to be honest um, also yeah and it depends on my satellite on my TV as well if I do get it and I will tell you what the FA player has problems with it the app itself like for example the lag behind the real time is really delayed and depending on different matches locations the cameras can be either be zoomed in or showing just the full pitch without zooming into the players for the goals and the saves which is a bit frustrating because obviously I want to see the who's who um, and you don't get that compared to men's sports they obviously have the facilities more than the women um, along with that some of the commentaries have clearly not done their research on the women's players um, which is also annoying because it'd be incredibly awkward listening to some of them who haven't a clue um, now for anyone who doesn't wear I am an Arsenal fan and I'm also an Arsenal women's supporter I would say mostly I support the women's team more than the men currently um, the men aren't, aren't particularly doing great we're doing a little bit better now but uh, the women have been always strong which I'm very happy about um, I do all, of course support other women's football teams as well as Arsenal of course I'm not just one team only um, I do like Chelsea and Manchester United and Manchester City is, but and a few other teams uh, except Tottenham just as the rivalry of Arsenal and Tottenham Spurs you know the deal I'm not a Tottenham Spurs fan um, so along with that as well you know there's bigger teams like of course Arsenal, Chelsea, United and City it is definitely harder for the smaller clubs to compete um, with bigger budgets. Um, you see it in the, in the leaderboard with them, it's hard um, for sure. Um, but it's surprising, just like Brighton and Hove Albion have actually got sixth place this year in the season at the end, which is fantastic to see a small club like them doing so well. Um, of course, the end season has now happened, it is May. Um, the overall winner was Chelsea. There was no doubt they weren't going to win it. They're they're so strong as a team. Um, and of course, poor Bristol have been relegated, which just sucks. So we'll see who'll be coming up now from the championship soon. But Arsenal stayed in, so I'm happy with that. Uh, they have placed third, which is fantastic. And now the season, of course, couldn't go without having minor troubles. Of course, with COVID, with COVID testing and cancellations, for example back in January and February the weather was so mixed uh, it was snowing to rain to dry which then meant pitches weren't in the condition they were supposed to be so when it snowed you couldn't see the snow with the, with the cameras you couldn't see the players so they cancelled um, along with over waterlogged pitches they didn't think of if the, I, I think you know teams like that you know or an organisation of it, if there's something like that going to happen, they should just have a replacement pitch on the side ready just in case. 
um, just to have the match still going ahead. Um, a lot of the matches were delayed, so they were like moved back to obviously May. So that's why some of the matches were on. Um, along with that, uh, what else do I have? Ah, yeah, COVID, of course. People um, getting tested, and then some people who obviously get tested get tested positive. And then there's some people who are breaking COVID rules and restrictions by going to house parties. And that has happened with, I think, believe it was Birmingham. Birmingham. A couple of their players went to a house party and got tested positive. And of course that meant that they uh, had to report it in. Which then meant they got fine and they got some points taken away. I believe it was only four to five points, but that was a massive lot points for them because they weren't doing well that was and it was halfway through the season um at the end of the season we already know um chelsea women have won and their manager emma hayes has set to sign a new deal with chelsea her current contract was already three and a half years signed in 2017 so it's coming to the end of june so she's probably going to stay with chelsea as they're doing so well and anyway she's a fantastic manager I, I can't complain about her you know she's really good set in mind for the team and obviously has great communication with the team along with that and then white is staying with manchester city she was with Birmingham city beforehand and uh, she's now signing a two-year deal along with that two seasons with england uh playing in england i should say uh, Arsenal's Jill Roard is now departing and rejoining Wolfsburg. Um, so that's obviously sad to see one of my favourite players leaving. Um, she was doing so well. She really had a treat, like she had a hat trick during the very beginning of the season, which was unreal. Um, now, as well as that, Jack Sullivan, who is the, was the managing director of the Women's Super League side of West Ham, is stepping down. He was he's very young, <laughs> he's only twenty one. Um he was eighteen when he took the job up in May in twenty seventeen. Uh, and is the son of course of West Ham's own um joint chairman David Sullivan, so he has part of his, so he knows experience of it, but um he's stepping down, um, which is unfortunate, but he's also started in a documentary, I don't know if anyone's seen it, it was on BBC3, it was Britain's youngest football boss, basically pulling the team around, um, obviously you know, West Ham is still a small team they came from Championship to Super League so um, definitely with that, they were going to have a struggle at the beginning to get in and get used to the Super League um, England's most capped player, Farrah Williams, has announced that she is retiring at the end of the season the 37 year old will Fielder, what am I doing? I can't speak today. I'm really sorry. Midfielder, there we go, uh, has been with Reading since 2017 and has made over 172 appearances, including in three World Cups, which is absolutely insane. And I remember watching her in, I think it was 2015 World Cup, scoring. I'm not sure what team it was, but she I think she had the highest amount of scoring. Um, goals for England that that time uh, along with that I mean this is really good news to hear that the run repeat survey of 5,000 um, football fans published during the week um, run repeat found women's football should get a 296.7% increase in the UK if 
on TV, while in the EU increases could be as high as 358.7 and 304.6 in the US. The survey comes on the back of the 8 million per season deal for the broadcast rights to the Women's Super League, which will involve the top flight matches being aired on BBC One, BBC Two and across the main sports um, of Sky Sports channels, which obviously is fantastic. Um, compared to them in America, um, America is streaming on Twitch, which is, if anyone doesn't know, Twitch is what I'm actually on streaming gaming. So a lot of sporting events now is going on Twitch as well. So um, interesting to see, because I believe I was watching the American League streams i think it was on youtube and that was shocking that was four or five years ago and that was really bad and um, but now they've better but it's still an improvement um it's still improving i think every year with women's sports i think for me anyway, i know i believe um which is obviously good along with that now i've just seen of course if anyone hasn't seen already during the weekend uh casey stoney who was the manchester united women's manager has now decided to step down as manager um it's believed it's because of what's of course what's happening manchester united um with the ownership a lot of people have seen it last two to three weeks um with the protests and everything of obviously what was going on with the super league that was absolutely madness um from what i read on the guardian it's saying that they're discussing the future of the club's houses for players though they have uh, understood to be a routine stoney who has 130 caps will leave the united final game in the season after leicester in the fa cup fifth round on sunday and is understood to be stunned with the learned of her intention about an hour before it was made public oh okay <laughs> i didn't know that oh um it's yes so she was a member of philip neville's england backroom staff before she took the task of putting together the united's new for, newly formed senior side uh they were obviously promoted in 2019 and then finished fourth in the top division after the season where an early uh ended early by the pandemic but you know what Manchester you know you are still a strong team um and now I don't know if it's but she, she quoted saying it's been an honour to lead the women's team at this great club and this has been an incredibly tough decision. I've loved leading this group and I am proud of what we've achieved together. However, after a difficult season with disruption caused by the pandemic, I now feel it's time to take the time some away. Uh, no, sorry, I read that. Take some time away and for someone else to come in and lead the team with the new stage of its journey um which is interesting um obviously it's gonna be with them donors it's not could be worth it um yeah i've seen another one there about about casey stoney i did see uh carla ward who was man uh birmingham's manager has also resigned um but stay wants to stay in the, the women's soccer league um she was absolutely uh yes she yeah so that's another manager gone and obviously if anyone doesn't know arsenal's manager resigned in a way i was kind of happy about that but um who's gonna take up that's three managers now who's gonna take up all those roles oh god i didn't think about that 
Oh, I hope we get someone good though. Seriously, I can't. Oh, I mean, anyway. Well, I don't even like Arsenal's owner. Talk. We won't talk about him because I'm just friend. Um. Yeah, that's all I have at the moment <laughs> for the women's football. Um. Obviously, because the season's now finished. Um. Now the Euros is not going to happen until next year, hopefully. Um. And it's in the UK, so maybe I will might go. We'll see. Hopefully, it's happening. We'll see. I mean, the men's is still going on this summer, but we'll see how that goes. The, despite that, the Olympics. I don't know what's going to happen with the Olympics. The Japanese citizens are like protesting. They don't want the, the Olympics to go ahead. We'll see. Anyway, um, that is all for the podcast. But I'm going to talk about now my other hobby. Um, so if you don't know, I think I said it at the last time I did my podcast as well. I'm streaming on Twitch. So if you don't know what Twitch is, Twitch is a streaming website, which is mostly for gaming. Um, I do game on there, so I play mostly Warzone and Fortnite, and I am playing a bit of um, some horror, which uh, I I only do it for the content. I don't like it. I just it's it's scary. And um, basically, yeah, it's for video gaming, including broadcasts of esports competitions, which are incredible. I like I, I got into it a while ago but um if you do want to go and look at me on Twitch my link will be in the um about of this discussion of the women's football. Uh along with that um I'm now gonna probably go back to work now full time. As if you know in Ireland we are opening again. So it's June second the hotel I work in is opening. So we will see how that goes. Um, so this might be only one episode a month now if it's really, really, really busy. But we shall see. Also, that means streaming is going to be put back from two days to maybe one or two. We'll see. We'll figure it out anyway. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you're all well. Mind yourself, stay safe, and I will see you all very soon.